Oh, my fellow female entrepreneurs, content creators, coaches. Hi, it's Sophia Spolino, host of Social Equity, and today I'm going to give you a little pep talk. You are probably scrolling on social media, listening to other people's podcasts, listening to my podcast, looking at other people's content and going, I want to be doing that. And then it goes on your to-do list of, I want to do more and I want to do better. And as an entrepreneur, yes, you are either growing or you're dying. You're never just the same. We are living things. We are like plants. We don't stay the same. We are either growing and getting better or dying. And so we think we have to increase the production level of content constantly. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't have goals, but I am saying that on these platforms, we've seen how important it is to post consistently and how volume can be so important. And I think that, yes, quality on some level is important, that you're putting out quality work, that you've thought through the content that you create sometimes, especially if you are showing up as an industry leader and teaching something. But at the end of the day, having lots of content is going to give you more opportunity for success. So you've got to get really comfortable at making quick content and not overthinking it and just putting it out there into the world. Back in the day when I had a top 14 podcast that was based on sexuality, my podcast was highly edited and I spent multiple hours each week making sure with my editors that things were right. And at the end of the day, that wasn't super profitable for my business. Now, what's really profitable is for me to show up when I feel excited to share something, when I feel led, when I've got a download from the universe, I share it here. It is not overly edited. I don't even have a theme song till you get to the end of the podcast on purpose because I'd rather just give you the the juicy nuggets and the value in the beginning. But also because I don't feel like layering lots of edits and I don't feel like paying someone to layer in lots of edits for me. I just don't think it's necessary for profit. And over the last six months, I've really refined who I look up to on the internet and the solo entrepreneurs that I look up to and really authentically vibe with have the most unedited raw content. So I'm here to tell you today, this is your permission slip to show up as yourself, show up more frequently and show up in your imperfection. And that is not to be cliche. Oh, just be authentic on the internet. No, make money on the internet. Okay. That means you need to show up. Okay. That means you need to show up as you are because you can't just be this picture perfect perfect background, perfect outfit all the time. It's going to be you showing up every single day in your own way and being fully confident in what you bring to the table is enough and what your audience is going to identify with. Well, here's the thing. I think we, we train our audiences. We train our audiences to respect us and get to know us as the real us. So if you show up in authentic And the cameras used to you being in, you know, your audience is used to you being in full glam on camera and showing up in a certain outfit. It's not that people will like you less when you don't show up as that. It's that the algorithm won't even know how to 
place you and your audience might not respond instantly because they might not even realize it's you. So then when it gets pushed out to the first batch of people in the algorithm who see your content, which is your really engaged audience, and they don't really recognize you, it's going to get less engagement, which will slow down engagement overall, and it won't get pushed out to new people. So when you start your content creation journey, I highly recommend showing up authentically yourself. And if you've already created a standard that is really hard to live up to, I recommend slowly dialing it back down to mixing in authentic content. That way your audience starts to realize, oh, this is her. She has many facets. We can see her at her desk. We can see her at a business meeting. We could also see her sitting in the grass in yoga pants, which I do quite often because I want to take my audience into my everyday life because I don't ever want to create a life for myself where I have to be in some place for someone to recognize me or appreciate what is coming out of my mouth. The whole point of entrepreneurship for me is freedom that I could be recording this podcast in a hotel room in another country or here in my own space. I don't have to show up as anything but myself and that feels so good and juicy and delicious to me. So whatever it is for you, figure out your aesthetic that is your natural aesthetic And maybe add 10% to that when you get on camera. Like, yep, that's who I am. Even if who you are is the girl who sits and folds her laundry while she talks on camera, well, then guess what? Pump it up 10%. Make your pile of laundry a little higher. But be yourself. Be yourself. Because you have so many ideas inside, yet when you sit down to write them out, you have writer's block. When you turn on the camera, you stutter and freeze. When you get ready to hit post, you feel paralyzed. And that's probably just because there's something about you that isn't lining up. You're not in integrity with what you're trying to put out on the internet, or you feel too stressed to show up in a certain energy that you can't sustain all the time. This is the mantra I want you to adapt, Rich Sister. Are you ready? Content gets to be easy. Content gets to be easy. Your content creation is easy. You are in flow. You are in flow. You are in flow. Now, I know that's hard to believe because you have evidence that it's been hard in the past. And I want to talk about that with you. It's probably been hard for you because you feel like you've had to present yourself in a polished way. It's probably been hard for you in the past because you're not comfortable turning on the camera. And just letting it rip. And it's probably been hard for you in the past because you're not that excited or feeling energized in your work. And so you're afraid that if you show up on camera, not authentically excited, it's going to show through and it will. What are you doing that you don't want to do? Cut that out and get aligned with your purpose, the thing God made you to share. And you will feel more confident on camera because you're showing up in your magic. In order to do what you love and share what you love more efficiently, start now. Even if that means weaning your audience off of an image that hasn't been you, be brave enough to do it because you can train your audience to love, respect, get to know the real you. In fact, there's been really successful creators who have gotten super famous off of highly entertaining content. And their audience was trained to love this persona. A good example would be Ski Mask Girl on TikTok. 
She was into highly entertaining content. She had a partner. She did well because of the content she made with her partner. And now she is deciding to take the risk and jump in to have her audience perceive her as valuable, revealing her face, taking off the ski mask, leaving the partner, and changing everything about her brand. Knowing darn well she may get a dip in engagement, knowing darn well some people might fall off because they just love the entertaining content, but knowing that she is going to magnetize the audience that she wants to have long-term, the audience that is sustainable for her, and she's going to be able to be her true self and with being your true self, be able to make a higher volume of content in a day that doesn't feel energetically heavy. If you're feeling energetically heavy, you're not enjoying what you're creating. Three steps, three steps to get pulling yourself out of this. Are you ready? Turn on the camera Two. speak from your soul Three, post the one take wonder. Challenge yourself at least weekly to post one take wonders where it doesn't matter if it wasn't your best angle, where it doesn't matter if you stuttered over your words. My one take wonders, I do, I try to do at least one a week on Instagram, but these podcasts are one take wonders. I don't want to have to sit and edit this. I want it to feel like a conversation. Well, it'd be a little one-sided. I'm just talking. You ain't getting a word in edgewise. But I want it to feel the way it feels when I advise my friends on their social media. And I advise my friends on their entrepreneur journey. And I want you to feel like we're having this conversation and you you get to have this with me because I, I love you. And I know you need a little bit of help. I know sometimes when you have friends in different professions, you don't ask for their advice because you know you need to pay them for their expertise. And I feel like these podcast episodes are little ways for me to say, oh, I care about you. Let me help you with this. But if you need more, book an appointment. That's how I see this. I see this as like you catching me at the coffee shop and you just need like some quick advice and you're going to take it and it's going to help you and you're going to be like, oh. Yeah, next time I really need to go deeper, I'm going to hit her up because I know what she has to share is super valuable. It's authentic. It flows naturally from her. She didn't have to prep for that. She didn't have to practice for that. It's just who she is. And if you show up in one take wonders in your niche, whether you're cooking and you're teaching on cooking, whether you are a teacher of history and you're teaching facts, whether you are a commentator on public news going on in the world, whether you are teaching on fitness, whether you are teaching on nutrition, whether you're teaching on skincare, showing up as frequently as possible with one take wonders, help create a real authentic connection with your audience. And my favorite way to do this is standing up, kind of looking down at the camera just a little bit, like the way I'd say this is like if you put your baby tripod, I love the uh, Loom Cube. That's what I use. Um, if you sign up for my email list, I'll send you a list of all the tools that I use for social media. And some of the tools come with discount codes. So when you sign up for my email list, the link is in the show notes. You'll get that list of tools, the tools that I've searched for and spent lots of money using the wrong tools for years. You'll get really quickly um, in my email, first email to you giving you all the good juicy things. But anyway, the way I position the camera for this is when I'm doing a one take wonder, I take my baby tripod 
or in your case, if you don't have one yet, just get natural lighting and lean your phone up against something on a table where it's actually like at your waist um, or at least below your boobs. I expect that I'm talking to some really beautiful women with some nice titties. Um, but yeah, just make sure if you were to line up the camera with you, it would be right under your boobs. And and there's a couple reasons for this. When you're looking down at the camera, it feels kind of like you're holding your phone in a FaceTime with a friend. Like you're not holding your phone above your head. You're not making sure you have the perfect angle, the most flattering angle. It just is what it is. That's going to automatically create this sense of safety with your audience, this camera angle. The second thing is if you're looking slightly down at your audience, it's a automatically positioning you as authority on whatever you're talking about. And I'm not saying look down like demeaning, but you're, the camera's lower than your vantage point. And subconsciously, this just places you as an authority and people are going to want to listen. So I really encourage you to position your camera, turn it on, speak from your soul, and post that one take wonder. And again, I don't know if I mentioned this because brain fart, but you should be standing up. You're going to get even more attention that way. So those are just a few tips for the day. I hope you post a one take wonder. (laughs) This is my word for this type of content, little word that I invented, one take wonder to connect to your audience. I know it's going to work for you. I'm positive that it works for me. I'm positive that it works for my clients. And I know that it creates connection where people will be more likely to DM you after that type of content. And that's not me saying, oh yeah, like, Toss out curated content. Toss out highly edited, highly strategic content. No, I'm not saying that. You can still be strategic with one take wonders. All you need to know is that you need a good hook, a good opening line that you are aware of, that you've, you know this hook is going to perform well, that tells the audience what they're about to get into or warns them of a controversial topic you're about to get into, not good morning guys because you'll lose people there right so yes have a hook that's planned know the topic you're going to talk about but don't really know anything more than that other than when you close the video having a call to action asking people to engage hey how did you feel about that I mean do you agree with me or having people dm you a keyword if they want to start a conversation with you and then that's how you get a sales conversation started in the dms yeah we know the beginning of the video we know the end of the video But when you turn on the camera and you do a one take wonder, we want to see you be real. We don't want to see you reading from a script on a teleprompter. We don't want to see it be edited. We do want to see you take some breaths sometimes. It's keeping it real. And real is needed. Real is really needed on the internet right now. I'm recording this on March 29th and I don't know if TikTok is going to be banned at this point, but it's looking like it. And all I can say is we will miss that TikTok energy that was authentic and real, like circa 2020 TikTok. And I truly believe we're going to see an influx of this authentic, less edited, created, less practiced, less rehearsed vibe on Instagram, on the up and coming platforms. So I'm telling you now, go jump in. Don't jump on the bandwagon later. 
be an early adopter to creating TikTok-esque content everywhere else. There's a reason the other platforms are jealous that TikTok is doing so good and they want to take it down. It is because authenticity and sustainability of content creation wins. And when you create from your heart and it's not highly edited, it is extremely lucrative because you're spending less time on content and time is money. That's more profit for you and your business. And oh, the last thing. I've been experimenting with an app called Clapper. I'd heard about it years ago, thought that is definitely not for me, but I had seen a lot of people on TikTok, both Republicans and Democrats, saying they were going to jump on Clapper. And I had only heard very interesting things about it, like it was similar to Parler like years ago. And I was like, yeah, that's probably not for me. I'm not a political person. But it does look like people are moving to Clapper, especially in the wake of this fear that TikTok could be gone. And maybe by the time you listen to this episode, TikTok is fully banned. Maybe TikTok isn't banned at all. Maybe TikTok is temporarily banned. But I think this is a good wake-up call for all of us to start diversifying our content. This is our social equity, just like you would diversify your portfolio with your stocks, with your... um, investments, you need to be doing this with your content creation. So start posting on other platforms, highly recommend getting on Clapper, highly recommend jumping on YouTube shorts, and also LinkedIn. I know it might sound crazy, but if you are a coach, I think there's a lot of opportunity on LinkedIn that just isn't fully tapped into. And it's a time to really Dive in. This is the gold rush on platforms like LinkedIn and Clapper. Jump in now, be an early adopter, and you're going to see that you will make more money online. So don't make it complicated. Show up raw daily, especially in your stories, at least once a week on your feed. Mix in edited and curated because, yes, curated does lend to credibility, but so does authenticity. So does showing up real. Wow, I should have put my emails on silent before I started the podcast. (laughs) Although sometimes I like to leave up my reminders because I love getting a little reminder pop up while I'm in the show so I can remind you guys with a mantra that I had set for myself. In fact, let me see. Let me see what's available to me in my phone because, oh, okay. Be in your flow. Be in your feminine You are divine, you are carried, you are loved. Where in your business can you soften your perspective and your gaze? Where on yourself can you soften your perspective and gaze? So take take a moment to zoom out, to soften your eyes, to almost let your eyes soften so much that things become a blur and look at your world like that. Look at your business like that. And no, it's okay. It just gets to feel good. It gets to be easy. It doesn't have to be so hard. You don't have to be hyper-focused on making perfect content. You get to be in your flow. You get to train your audience how to associate backgrounds with you. You get to train your audience how to associate a certain makeup look with you. You get to train your audience how to appreciate and value what you have to say And you get to choose if that's showing up in a pantsuit every day or yoga pants. And I like showing both because I don't want to have the pressure of always being one thing. So my friends, if you learned anything from this episode, step away knowing content gets to be easy. 
And building your business gets to be easy. And being yourself gets to be easy. And if you feel you're already too far gone and you've created a persona that you didn't mean to create and you feel kind of stuck, know that I've been there. I built a platform off of a persona that really wasn't my authentic self for years. And I was willing to take a risk and dip in my engagement and lose a part of my audience that was only there for the entertaining content. And after taking that risk, I can confidently say it was worth it all. I've never been more successful. I changed who I was showing up as on camera. It was so scary. I didn't know if my audience would like it. And some didn't. But I found an audience who does appreciate it. Plus, I have the people in my older audience who are like, yeah, we're going to follow you no matter what because you built a personal brand and we like, know, and trust you. So no matter how you're showing up, we want to see you. So don't be afraid. It is never too late. It is never too late to change how you show up in the world and how you show up in your content. The sooner you can show up in everyday life situations and business and meetings on social media in your true authentic self is the moment you're going to trust yourself, is the moment you're going to believe yourself. And when you believe you, people will believe you too.